I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of today's episode. It's been a fun one, uh, and it's been a trying one. We've had a number of fascinating conversations during the course of today's program. Uh, Two of them uh, were with individuals who unfortunately have tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, An old friend of mine, Pete Ashdown, owner of X Mission, uh, he, after travels to London, came down with the symptoms, qualified for the testing, and unfortunately received a positive uh, result of that uh, test, checking on him for the coronavirus. So he's quarantined at home right now. Uh, and then we spoke with Representative Ben McAdams, who is now the second member of Congress to test positive for the coronavirus. Uh, the other member, a Florida member, Mario Diaz-Balart, uh, he uh, tested positive. Uh, Representative McAdams and I, uh, actually, we crossed paths not too long ago, uh, the 6th of this month, and it was funny. I had extended my hand to, to shake his. Uh, this was right when we were learning about uh, maybe we uh, bump elbows, and that's what we replaced the handshake with uh, in an effort to be a little more healthy. And uh, he recoiled uh, very responsibly and extended forth instead uh, of his hand, his elbow, and we bumped elbows and uh, said our goodbyes. And then it was just last night, in fact, via a text message, I got an alert from the KSL News Radio uh, Twitter feed that I, or rather, (laughs) that Ben McAdams had tested positive for the coronavirus. I immediately thought to myself, "Um, I wonder how that calculator math works out, because I uh, was uh, speaking face-to-face with the congressman not that long ago. Uh, Luckily, it turns out that the highest of likelihoods is that uh, I am free and clear of that virus, at least uh, as carried by uh, Representative McAdams. So I'm wishing him the the very best. I'm wishing uh, Pete Ashdown the very best. I'm wishing anyone who may be afflicted by this coronavirus uh, the very best, especially those, uh, as we have unfortunately learned, uh, are older and carry with them these underlying uh, disorders, uh, cardiovascular compromises and such like that, as we know that the, uh, the odds are a little less in their favor. Still, still, this virus is survivable. Most folks who contract it will survive it. But unfortunately, uh, it has uh, claimed uh, an unfortunately high number of lives. Uh, Here in Utah, though, we remain lucky, and uh, the death has not taken any of uh, Utah's coronavirus sufferers, and our fingers are crossed tightly to uh, keep hold of that number, uh, that zero number, the way we do that, of course. And I don't feel bad repeating this so often. Uh, You've heard me say it so many times, uh, and I do so uh, because it's important. 
We need to adhere to the advice given to us by the experts, World Health Organization, CDC, and the task forces at the federal and state levels. And the common advice given by all of those organizations is wash your hands. Wash your hands. Do it thoroughly. Get in between your fingers. Uh, get there uh, in your knuckle skin. You, you know, your knuckle gets a little bit wrinkly when you straighten out your fingers. Inside those wrinkles, the coronavirus can live. Uh, so flex your knuckles. Get in that little skin there. Get between your fingers. Get under your fingernails. Do so for about 20 seconds. Uh, you've heard all the songs that have 20-second choruses. So you sing those when you're at the bathroom, uh, washing your hands, and all will be uh, well. Don't touch your face. Limit your group gatherings to under 10 people only if you must gather. And if you can avoid it, do so. Social distancing. If you can work for home, uh, do that. And why? It's not uh, some overreaction as some in rural Utah have claimed. But rather, it is uh, the guidance given to us by absolute experts. And the result of that guidance and the objective of this guidance is to save lives. All right. That's enough uh, uh, yelling at you about staying safe and healthy. Let me turn uh, to yesterday. Something happened. Something quite literally rocked Utah. And we covered it uh, from starting to end of yesterday's episode of Live Mike. And it was a rush. In fact, right in the middle of the broadcast, you remember this? Right in the middle of the broadcast, as I was speaking to Spencer Hall, a friend of mine who works over at Rocky Mountain Power, he was giving us an update on uh, the efforts of that organization. The ground shook beneath us. Right when we were on the air, when you and I were chatting on the radio, uh, the ground shook beneath us. It was one of those aftershocks, 4.6. That's no joke. Startled me pretty good. I looked across the glass into the control booth, and I saw uh, my great team doing exactly what they should, taking cover under the desk. I looked down down the hallway outside of my studio to the newsroom, and I saw all of those folks wisely getting under the desk. And that's a good lesson we learned yesterday. If the ground shakes... You get underneath something. Why? Because the real danger is something falling from above. That's why you don't run outside. You stay inside. You get under something. That's how you stay safe. Uh, okay, now, I asked you yesterday to give me a phone call uh, and leave a voicemail describing uh, your experience yesterday. So what I want to do is uh, to take advantage of the, this little bit of time we have left. I'm going to ask uh, producer Amy to just rapid-fire uh, play through uh, a number of these calls. Let's, uh, let's go from one to six, Amy, back-to-back-to-back. Uh, We're going to hear the experiences of folks uh, here in Utah as the ground shook beneath their feet. I'm in, a, I'm in a truck, yes, but the uh, power's out, but the light's on 215 and California Avenue. I thought it was a train at first because I'm in, a, in my truck uh, in, a, in, a, in a storage lot near a train track. I thought it was a train at first, but, uh, or, or the wind, but dang, my truck moved around like somebody was shaking it. felt like somebody picked up my truck and shook it like a toy. Well, it's still shaking. Uh, well, it's kind of intermittent, but it just we just had a little aftershock. Uh, it wasn't really bad, but boy, it sure woke my wife and I up. It knocked a few things off down on the floor. Uh, it was a big bang and a bunch of shaking. It, like I said, we've had a couple of minor little aftershocks out here. It woke me up pretty good. Yeah. The part of West Jordan I'm in is clear out to the west bench near Bacchus, so we're way out there so yeah for us it was crazy we we were just um not quite awake but it it shook us and our kids out of bed it was quite scary had a few pictures fall down um so that's that's what happened in our area i can hear what sounds maybe like um earthquake sirens or something in the distance um but 
but that's what we experienced here. We're to the airport with the passenger with Uber and uh, got close to the terminals, and it just felt like I hit a patch of black ice, and like my car started shaking, and you know the the airport, the lights, it just went dark, and uh, you know I was listening to the radio, and there was nothing, and it it was it was an eerie feeling, and then it was a little spooky. I had. Uh just got out of the shower and was drying off. My wife was in the other room, and I don't know how long it went. It, it seemed like forever, like you said, probably 15 or 20 seconds. But what was interesting is after the initial shaking, it cool. felt like the floor just swayed slowly almost for, oh, another 10 or 15 seconds. All right. And that's a pretty good taste of what you and I experienced just yesterday. Uh, and it's one of those things where we are going to remember it, uh, I think, forever. You know, it's one of those remember when moments, uh, 10, 15, 30 years down the road. Uh, we'll gather together and look back on what happened just yesterday. Uh, <laughs> not just an earthquake, but an earthquake in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, listen, that's it for today's show. I'm so grateful to you for tuning in and listening.